Welcome to Brink, a podcast about startups figuring things out. Today, I'm joined by Michael Lin. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing very well today. Cool. Well, um, this is our first time meeting, and I'm very excited to get to know you. So let's start with the basics. What do you do? What's your company, and what do you do? Sounds great. Yeah, so I'm Michael Lin. Michael Lin Animation Studio. We make primarily 2D animated videos to help growth-minded businesses and realtors. Okay. 2D animated videos. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So how did you get into that? Sure. So I actually worked in Los Angeles uh, for four years in the film industry. Mm. Um, So I'm one of those few arts majors that's actually using their major. (laughs) (laughs) I grew up in Michigan. I went to school at Cornerstone and Compass Arts Film Academy, which is now Compass College. Then I went out to uh, Los Angeles Film Studies Center and Pepperdine University. Um, And then I got invited to a startup incubator, actually in Kansas City, Missouri. And I was there for a year and a half, came up to Michigan, tried to expand that business that did not go well, but I met my now wife. (laughs) So it was very much worth it. Yeah. That makes it worth it. That incubator in Kansas. uh, It's called Beta Blocks. Blocks. It's now a reality TV show called The Blocks. Really? Yeah. About entrepreneurship. Okay. Awesome. But you were there before it was a TV show? I was there when it was uh, an incubator underground there was underground offices called the caves. Okay. And so they, it was a six month mentorship program and I was there for about a year and a half. Okay. They have an interesting startup scene over there. They do, they do some innovative programs over there. I think Kansas city also had the village, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that they also uh, have 1 million village. cups and a lot of other great things in there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was this the business that you were, it wasn't the business you no, were doing. My, my business in the uh, startup incubator was a bartering based business. So I love mm. helping people do what they want to do. Okay. Um, and so now I just kind of do that in a different way with advertising, right? With animated videos, letting businesses and startups um, who are good at their job, but may not be the best at advertising what they do. Okay. So at these animated videos that you're doing now, um, you know, you see them everywhere on all these sites mm-hmm. and all that. And uh, I've definitely been cold solicited by a few companies <laughs> that do these uh, animated videos. So sure. uh, can you maybe narrow it down for me, the type of videos that you're doing, or if it's not the type of video, the companies you're working with, like what's, what, what are you doing? Sure. Well, that's a pretty big field, right? So yeah. there's multiple types of animated video companies. Um, and I like to talk about it in terms of types of cars. Mm-hmm. So you have used cars, you have new cars, and you have like Maseratis, Lamborghinis. Um, and none of the choices are wrong, right? There's times where you want to have a cheaper video, where it might be better to hire a freelancer who, hey, I just got this small amount of money and I just need something. Mm-hmm. But when you're growth-minded, when you start to go to those next levels, your audience is expecting more. Uh, and that's where you either hire a mid-level studio or you hire a professional studio, um, which would be your new car or your your Maserati. Um, and I think what you want to consider is what is your revenue goal when you're making the piece of content? If you're trying to make a thousand bucks, I'll let you right now. I'll let you know right now we're not the right company for you. Okay. Um, We're trying to help people that if they're making five figures, they want to make six figures. If you're making six, seven, seven, eight, it's how do we get to that next level? Okay. And so if someone goes to your website and wants more information or calls you up, Mm -hmm. are you, is this more of like a white glove service where it's starting with a discovery call or Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yep. So we have a really talented team. Um, the number on the website is my cell phone number. So if you call that, you'll get me. (laughs) Um, and then the first call is usually with me. Um, after I suss out 
what it is you want, then what I do is I work with my my uh, project manager, Ty Casey, who does a fantastic job managing my team. Um, and he'll walk you through the entire process. So I'm always available to answer calls and um, handle any concerns. Um, but he also does a phenomenal job at taking care of our clients. Okay, awesome. Um, what? So this crowded space, you already described it as there being these different types of cars. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously know how you differentiate, but how are you, you know, marketing yourself or what things sure. are you doing so that clients know that absolutely your sweet spot. So I, I'm not the company that that's going to post and be like, Hey, uh, get a video made for a hundred dollars. Um, because that's just not sustainable. Um, what my company does is we provide videos that could compete with the bigger companies mm-hmm. at a price point. That's more Midwestern, right? So Hollywood quality, Midwestern pricing. Love it. Um, so our average video per minute because animation I often charge per minute of completed content is usually between two and six thousand dollars, whereas the industry standard for two D animation is ten thousand dollars a minute. Interesting. Are you able to talk about your approach or how you're what you're doing that reduces that cost, mm-hmm. or is that your secret no, sauce? Absolutely, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be transparent about that. Okay. Um, first thing is we have a very vibrant uh, internship program. Okay. We have both paid and unpaid internships. And we are able to um, work with clients that understand, hey, your video might take a little bit longer, but we're going to give you great quality at a great price. Um, People don't usually contact me when, hey, Michael, I need to get this video done in 48 hours. I've done that before. (laughs) But typically for a high quality product, I'm like, I'll cut you a good deal, but let let us have enough time to make it great for you. Okay. Gotcha. And uh, what does the client involvement look like in an in a, in engagement? So there's this initial discovery call. They're talking to you. What else do they have to provide you so that's a successful engagement? Sure. So we're, we're full service. So we can work with nothing and we can work with everything. Okay. So I've had clients say, hey, here's my website. Make me a script and a video. Uh, and we've just taken it from there. And I have clients that are more involved. They're like, hey, I've created a script already. This is what I want to say. I even potentially even want to record my own voiceover. And we say, that's great. We can work with that. Yep. What, um, what would you say has been uh, one of the biggest challenges with starting a company like this? I would say it's not so much with starting the company because starting it was easy. But I would say it's growing from that six-figure revenue to that seven-figure revenue because you are forced to handle things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been a six-figure revenue company for a while now, but we're working on growing to that bigger number. And that just requires that I delegate more tasks. Okay. Um, it's also learning the clients that I like working with opposed to just the clients that show up. Mm-hmm. So I've had clients that I adore and that I like using over and over again. And I've had clients that I'm like, I need to fire you. We're not a good fit. Yeah, I've, I've heard that challenge a lot. In the beginning, you're just taking any deal mm-hmm. that comes your way because you're like, I just, it's money. I got to do it. Yeah. And then over time, you realize, oh, these, you know, 20% of my clients are causing 80% of my headaches. So you you, you want to shift. So um, do you want to talk any more about your ideal client? So maybe if they're listening, they can kind of self-identify that they're... Sure, absolutely. So yeah, it's really... So when I bring on staff, the first interview I do before we can get to the technical skills is a culture fit. Okay. Um, so talking with the client, seeing if we get along well. Um, 
seeing if we're the right fit for the solution. Mm -hmm. um, we have typically gotten really good results for software companies. So um, SmartBuild is a Canadian um, construction software company. They help manage software for construction sites. Okay. Um, we made them the cutest animation. <laughs> uh, we modeled one of the characters after his daughter and turned her into a superhero and made her the, the, the character. And after that, he got, I think, $30,000 of business from that, it, that year. Mm. He got, he said the lifetime value of those customers was $100,000 to $150,000. And it raised the valuation of his company by a million dollars. So that's the kind of stuff that I love. Gotcha. Right there. So, so I hear you when you're saying growth mindset. Like that's they have to be thinking about that that long term return and really be trying to 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 grow. They can't be thinking, uh, you know, what's the cheapest way to get this done? And you know, or or and it sounds like in this case there were some immediate results. Is that typical? Yeah. Is that what you're? Or are you telling them to think more long term? Well, no, I think there are immediate results. It depends on what you're doing it with it. Okay. Are you putting it someplace that no one sees it? Or are you pairing it with some sort of marketing campaign? Mm. Um, and while I know a little bit about marketing, I have several good relationships with other marketing companies that based on different budgets, I say, hey, if you really want to stretch this video farther, this is the person you might want to talk to next. Gotcha. Okay. So what are some other projects that you're working on that you're really proud of? I'm excited about. Okay. So my favorite project right now, uh, in addition to some children's books that we're doing, um, is a project called Real Estate Tunes. Okay. Um, and it's a little bit ambitious, um, but I love that kind of stuff. What we're doing is in, we're in the process of making up to a million dollars of animated content for realtors and giving one realtor or broker in each county in the U.S. an exclusive license to use that content. So rather than them paying a million dollars, which would not work, right. we're saying, hey, we're going to let you use this content in the county, but no one else. Mm. So it's exclusive for you, and yet you're not going to pay that whole cost. That's really interesting. So what what does a million-dollar piece of content look like? Sure. So remember how, before I told you how the $10,000 for a minute of animated content is the industry standard? Mm -hmm. It's t it's basically 100 $10,000 pieces. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, in the real estate space, what does that type of content look like? Like visually, what does yeah. that look like? Well, if we were, if I could throw up a video here, I'd show you a, a cute little puffin that's talking and talking about selling a house by himself and how it's not going well. Okay. Uh, and then giving a piece of information like, hey, you know, if you hire a realtor, on average, you uh, get an extra 20% on your house. So you, if you don't have a realtor, you'll lose 20% of your value of your house. Gotcha. Um, so it, education mixed with entertainment um, and short pieces. Uh, that piece is like 30 or 38 seconds. So pop it on social media, put it in ads, stop mm -hmm. the scroll and educate your audience a little bit, build some of that credibility. Yeah. Yeah. Stop the scroll content. I can, I can see that working well with what you're doing. So the, um, this content that, you know, real estate tunes, mm -hmm. did you come up with that because you saw a, an opportunity in the market or were you working with a bunch of real estate agents and you said, I'm doing the same work over and over again. What led you to that? So uh, going back to that group, Betablocks, mm -hmm. um, it's a great community. They have a Facebook community as well that alumni of the program can join. Um, so I was actually working with a realtor from that program and I was like, I just like making fun videos. She's like, have you thought about making content for realtors? I'm like, hmm, what would that look like? Mm -hmm. um, because no one likes spending money. Um, and so I was like, how could we do this in such a way? And it wasn't until I had a conversation with a real estate influencer 
um, that he suggested, well, what if you sold it by county? And I'm like, oh, that could work. <laughs> because it doesn't work just making a piece of good content for a realtor. Right. You have to have the ability to, in my mind, the ability to split up that cost in order to really make it effective. Yeah, that's interesting. How are you controlling, or maybe just don't care, but how how would you limit a real estate agent to only use that content in their county because they with you know online social media stop the scroll yeah you you know theoretically they could be broadcasting anywhere so sure. what does that look like that's a great question uh, and i love our solution for this okay so the videos lead if they click on the video it leads to a landing page that asks the person two questions like who are you it's coming from facebook right who are you where are you trying to buy or sell in if they select the county, like Kent County, for instance, mm -hmm. they go to the Kent County person. If they select Los Angeles County, they're not going to the Kent County okay. person. All right. And that's the way that we, again, you can't dictate in our digital age where the video is shown, but basically, hey, if you show it to someone from Los Angeles County, that person's going to get the get the, the view or get the lead. Gotcha. So you're delivering not just a video to them. Mm -hmm. There's also this landing page, and exactly. is there anything else on top of it that layered in? Yeah, so we, we use QR code tracking. We also include their own custom avatar. We turn them into an illustration nice. and add them into the video. Um, that way, sometimes end cards are done in such a way that it just feels kind of cheap and disconnected. Mm -hmm. um, these end cards are very much integrated into the video, so it's a very natural. It looks like every time, oh, this is the natural person who asked for this video, okay. rather than... Just oh, they paid some money and got <laughs> got the video. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, that the personalization is important. Um, before I shift topics, anything else that you wanted to say about real estate tunes? Before yeah, you one more thing. I know you're not supposed to mention your competitors, but I will. <laughs> um, the company that we basically formed ourselves against is called Keeping Current Matters, okay. um, and they are the industry leader right now. But anyone with fifty bucks a month can join their platform. Mm. And so when they release a new piece of content, all the realtors throw it up and then it doesn't have value. Mm -hmm. um, so our, we're not aiming to help everyone. We're aiming to help 3,142 people, which is the number of counties in the U.S. <laughs> um, and so with, with that model, um, we're kind of protected from other companies trying to copy that because they ha they'll literally have to do the same thing that we're doing, mm -hmm. right? They'll have to find a quality person in each area in order to spread out that cost. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, theoretically, someone, a competitor could have the 3,000 3, other agents in each of those, mm -hmm. right, each of those counties. But um, this, so that's a really interesting business model just because you have a finite number of customers. Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Um, you could expand and do different things in the future. But um, I'm just curious, what are the, so what, what are the downsides of the, we talked about some of the, the upsides of it, especially from the, the customer perspective, but what's the downside of a model like that where you know you only have 3,100 customers coming your way? Sure. I, I guess I'm not at the economic level to be sad about that downside yet because at six grand a pop, so the average house, if it's if it's $200,000, 3% of that is a, a commission. Mm -hmm. So that's $6,000 per property, mm -hmm. right? So 6,000 times 3,142 is a over $18 million. Gotcha. Because you are, you're, you're injecting yourself 
at the point of lead generation. So mm-hmm. you know that then if that house goes on to sell, that you say, okay, so that's how this scales so, for you. And, and we even really have a cool uh, guarantee before we leave real estate tunes. Um, so let's say the, the membership costs six grand. If we don't drive at least 12 grand in revenue by the end of the year, we give them a full refund. Yeah. How, are you, how do you know that um, that specific property sold? Are you closing the loop programmatically or? So w- what we're doing, it relies a little bit on honesty. Basically on a weekly basis, we're saying, hey, based on the, yeah, based right. on our QR codes, based on our landing pages, these are the people that have clicked on the video. Okay. Um, and so yeah, if, if someone wants to be dishonest and say like, hey, we want a refund, okay, fine. You're probably not going to get it next year. <laughs> like, yeah. right. I'm going to pass it to someone else who, who values it more. The exclusivity is an interesting counterpart to that, counter yeah. to that. Because, um, yeah, there is another agent in the area that could benefit from it. So it kind of yeah. keeps the whole system honest. But Absolutely. It's interesting. That's, um, that's a unique business model. I don't think I've come across that. Um, and then if you're pairing that business model with high-quality work, Absolutely. Uh, then – you should have a, a winning solution. So, uh, how long have have you been doing that? Um, that, uh, or how long has Real Estate Tunes e- existed? Sure. So, we started working on the videos for about two and a half months ago because we needed it. The first question anyone asks is, "What does it look like?" Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, we we got five of the videos done, and then we first started letting realtors sign up about two and a half weeks ago. Okay. Um, but the biggest challenge in that, and in a startup, because we're on a startup podcast, right? Yeah is people do business with people they know, like, and trust, right? Mm -hmm. And it's hard going from, again, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, okay? I'm not physically present in every area that the realtors are in. So they don't necessarily know me yet. Mm -hmm. When I say, hey, you'll get your money back, they're like, eh, is this smarmy? (laughs) Is this legit? And so there's this almost, it almost has to be this introduction human element uh, to it, at least at first, uh, for that trust to kind of be built. Yeah, I hear you. That's interesting thing about a lead gen tool is mm-hmm. everyone wants a lead gen tool. Everyone wants more leads, but uh, there is a bit of skepticism whenever you see something new. And so you mm-hmm. want to hear from your colleague that this really worked for them. And then mm-hmm. there's uh, you get some virality from that. So are there any other projects that you, you're working on um, that, that you'd like to share? Sure. Um, well, one of the projects that I'm working on right now is we're making an animated version of a PBS show. Um, so, nice. uh, Kevin Kamarad is responsible for Wimmy. Um, and I think you guys have a Wimmy book in this co-working space, ah, actually. That's awesome. Nice. So he's an amazing puppeteer, very creative, also runs the Tomato Collective. So yeah. he did, uh, puppeteering for years in schools. And so he came up with the character of Wimmy. Um, and so we were hired to make an animated version of that show. Now, granted, <laughs> making 28 minutes of content takes quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll probably be finished with it probably at the end of the summer. Okay, cool. Um, any any advice that you would give to other founders that are you know that that are um, starting out? Because you've kind of taken a little bit of a winding path, uh, mm-hmm. especially physically, like relocating. Maybe yeah. that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna focus this in on that. So you've built your life and rebuilt your life in many different cities. Mm-hmm. What has been the key to your success to to building and rebuilding? The way you say that, it almost reminds me of The Lean Startup. Mm-hmm. So The Lean Startup is an excellent book by Eric Reese. Um, we actually read that before we went into Betablocks. 
Um, but I think it's it's figuring out what works uh, quickly and then putting more energy towards that. Yeah. Um, now, speed is not everything. Um, I'm thinking of his name is uh, escaping me. He's a, he's a very fun – he's the wine guy, entrepreneur. He got to start doing wine. Oh, are you talking about Gary V? Yeah, Gary yeah. V. Okay. Um, says it's not all about speed, right? Um, but it, you can be intentional about what you do, right? Um, find good people, work with those good people. Um, if you hire bad people, fire them. <laughs> uh, and then find do that culture fit first. You can train skill, um, but it's much harder to train culture. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. We're going to wrap up here. Anything mm-hmm. else that you want the world to know? Uh, but before I get to my closing question, this was really fun. I really enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, so last point of business here is anyone listening needs to be able to find you. So Absolutely. what's the best way to find you? What are your socials, website, whatever it may be? How do they get in touch? Yep. So on Facebook, you can look, at, look us up at Michael Lynn Animation Studio, or you can go directly to our website, which is uh, dot com. Or you can give me a call. My cell phone number is 818-823-8920. Look at that. How many animation studios out there are going to give you the cell phone <laughs> of the founder? So this was great. I do hope people reach out to you. Um, mm. But it's great getting, getting to know you. And I want Absolutely. to chat with you again very soon. But this is awesome. So um, all all of Michael's information will be in the show notes as well. Um, so please reach out. Okay. Great talking with you. Talk Thank to you. Bye.